The Diesel Performance Podcast contains explicit language. Hey guys, thanks for joining us. Special edition of the Diesel Performance Podcast. Chris and I are in the cab of the 85 Scottsdale, 85 Scottsdale. on an 03 Duramax. Uh, this is a shop truck over at Duramax Tuner. Big shout out to you guys uh, for letting us take it out for the podcast. I don't know if that's to their benefit or detriment here. Uh, we'll find out on the ride. Chris, we've been talking about this one for a while. You've gotten to drive this thing before. Yeah, you know, I just want to start off. This is kind of kicking off our uh, conversion month coming up, right? Like, yeah. That's what we got going on. This is uh, not just any 85 Scottsdale. This oh. has an LV7 Duramax making almost 650 horse. Allison transmission built, you know, the whole nine yards. So, yeah, you know, we've had some time. I've had, kind of had some roots into the guy that Nick bought the truck from, which was a project at that time. Yep. You know, LB7 swap, it's on an 03 frame. You know, that's how the conversion started. And, you know, 85, factory interior, all the gauges and dashes work and everything like that. So, uh, you know, it's, it's a very unique to say the least. Yeah, this one is definitely a cool one. And we're gonna get into the whole story on it, guys, and tell you a little bit about the history of the truck and how it came to be. And we'll go through the whole build and break it down for you. The cool part here is uh, we are doing swaps this whole month of August. Yep. So this will be our last episode of July. And then after yep. this, we got four swap episodes four coming up. Tony Rizzi, big drag racer, yep. is coming onto the show. Yep. Uh, we're going to talk about his truck, talk a little bit about his history in the industry, talk about his feelings on emissions equipment. Yep. We also have booked uh, some other guys. Jason Worley has Jason a really Worley. cool C10. A couple others that are still in the air. Hopefully you guys will be really excited if we get them to come through. So, Absolutely. You know, some really cool stuff. Some out-of-the-box unique swaps that you don't really think of. No. I think that's a big thing. Absolutely. So. And so the other cool thing is uh, Nick and I also just got back from uh, meeting Gale Banks in person. We did go out there and do some video with him. The king right of now. conversions. The king, right? The king of conversions. <laughs> this guy's throwing more diesels into things you never thought of <laughs> that you could ever even imagine. So we got some videos coming up. Keep an eye on the Diesel Performance Podcast YouTube channel for those videos. Oh, yeah. uh, they're going to be coming out soon. And we'll, we're going to try to start doing some videos for you guys on a little bit more regular basis. You get to see my beautiful chubby face. Uh, we're sorry for that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we are in the truck, though. We're cruising down the highway here. Sorry for the road noise and whatever other noise. There this is, thing is loud. It's kind of nasty, yeah, yeah, man. As far as like the noise goes, there's a distinct whine you get from the turbo. Yep. I don't know if it's just having so much extra room in the bay there and no shielding, no, no. silencer. Hey, man, 85, the sheet metal was thin, brother. Yeah, right? <laughs> you know? Like you can just hear it. Like it's <laughs> on the other side of the glove yep. box. Uh, so my, don't mind us if it seems like we're yelling. That's just to be over the truck noise. The transit, this thing is firm. Rowdy, rowdy. Like... You're getting on it, and I can see his his foot on the pedal there. Yeah. There's so much room down here, but uh, I mean, he's not, not all the way on it. I no. mean, we're just rolling, we're just cruising, and you can feel it is a a hammer when this it, thing goes from gear to gear. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm, I'm caught off guard to say the least. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, this truck does weigh a little less than a conventional regular cab would, but you know what? Maybe Nick was beating on it a little bit last <laughs> time, and doesn't like to be driven easy. I don't know. You know, these uh, these Allison's transmissions definitely do have an adaptive learning feature to them where they're going to pick up on driving habits. Yep. This truck is usually rode fairly hard. So Absolutely. if we're getting in it and driving light, we might find some differences in the shift quality. Uh, but it's nothing that I would complain about. It's not no. lugging or anything like that. It's just, it is a positive grab from one gear to the next. Yeah, I mean, you feel it. It throws you in the seat like, hey, I'm in the next gear. Let's party. Yeah. You know, I mean, 
I know that sounds kind of cliche, but it's the truth. No, but I, the last time we did a ride along a few weeks ago, we were out in the Rambox, yep. uh, 2015 Rambox Emissions Equipped Twin Turbo. It was a lot of fun. Big shout out to Calibrated Power on the MM3 tuning. Yep. Guys, if you got a 98 and a half to a 2017 17. Cummins, you actually can get tuned with an MM3 tuner. So it's a great digital touchscreen display, uh, mounts to your windshield, and then you get switch on the fly pretty much for all years. Uh, there's a few models out there that didn't have the J1939, like 0607s, it might have some challenges. But other than that, uh, the best tuning I've ever seen yep. for a Cummins, completely custom, and a great easy to use gauge display as well with that. And it's versatile. So, I mean, that one unit will work on any of the 13 up trucks. You don't have to buy any added hardware, nothing like that. Switch on the fly is done via the monitor. Yeah. So it really is a nice tool, guys. Honestly, you know, the if you performance got a Cummins, is you got to be talking MM3. Yeah. I, right now, this stage of the game, the MM3 is the kind of the bang for your buck right now. Yeah, Off absolutely. The right. Yeah, the next right. It's down a little okay. ways. Uh, as Chris and I are out on the highway here, we're in this truck. We're trying to avoid some of the bumpy roads so we get a little right. bit better video for you guys. Uh, you know, Chris, when we drove the Cummins, we talked about how the tuning and the twins and, and all the mods there really made it feel like a lighter truck. Right. As long as we're out driving, let's talk about how this truck feels. We're about to take a right-hand corner. Yeah. Do me a favor, roll on this thing, give it some throttle, man. Let's see what it can do. Yeah, we're coming up to a, a right-hand turn here, so I'll go into a roll from, I don't know, 10, 10 miles an hour. Yeah, a safe corner distance. You know, I'm not flat-footing it either. You know, I'm gonna get into the throttle aggressively, though. Man, now you feel it come to life, but right there, I don't know if you yeah. can hear it hit, but boy, this thing launches. Like, there's nothing to it. Wow. Like there's nothing to it. I've been in a lot of lighter trucks in my day. Yeah. You know, like first gens that have made, you know, not not 650 horse, but some power. And uh, yeah, this thing gets up in boogies, man. This thing, <laughs> this thing does the business, to say the least. Uh, you immediately can feel it throw you back into the seat as he started to get into the throttle. You feel that trans just hit the gear exactly like you would want it to. Again, it's winding out, and the noise, man, just yeah. the noise when you roll on this. This has a unique sound in the tur like to for the turbocharger when oh, you're in yeah. the cab. I mean, yeah, the truck is a little older, so yes, you're gonna get a little bit more sound, but there's still a uniqueness. This turb, this truck had our original self. Right. You know, so there is a little bit different of a sound, you know. Well, that for, is the new thing here. Now, this right. is a little bit of sneak peek, guys. It has not been announced yet at uh, Duramax Tuner. Yeah, it's right. okay. There, there is a new turbo coming. Uh, we're really excited to talk about it next week. This, this truck does feature it. As long as we're talking about the truck, Chris, let's go through the build. Let's walk yeah. them through it. So. We're, we're gonna get back to the shop and into the studio and we'll, we'll ask you more about the history of the truck. Right. We'll talk about the story of the truck, but for right now, this is an LB7 mildly built motor, we'll call I mean, it. Yeah, I mean, it's your 150,000 miles stock bottom end. You know, heads have been gone through, studded, of course. Yep. That's that's the long block, guys. I mean, that is that's the long it. block. Yeah, stock now, pistons, stock rods. Uh, there were head studs on it. It right. had gone through head gaskets uh, when we got it, so. Now, the, the, did the smart thing. Right. Now, the next thing in the modification list, guys, I know we're going to get trolls. Oh, you don't need that big of an injector to make the power. These are extra parts that we had on the shelf, okay? Right. We weren't going to go buy all these crazy parts if we had stuff on the shelf. Especially for a project like exactly. this. Where it wasn't a, th this was not a passion project no. for us. Somebody else started it. Right. We got it. We finished it. We just thought, hey, this is really cool. Exactly. Let's have some fun. So, you know, in the tuning side of things, we do have the injectors dialed back. We're running 100% overs. Yep. So we got big injectors, I and mean, we have enough fuel to potentially make 900 plus horsepower. Oh, you easily, know? Yeah. So 
we're on a very conservative tune, making roughly 640, 650 horse, yep. uh, dual fuelers with extra G pumps and a, you know, PPE controller for that. Um, you know, DT750 trans, you know, that's, built in house. I mean, supporting mods are gonna line up with things like the intake and intake the simple horn, stuff like the intake yep. horn. The lift pump, our fast, fast 150 lift fill, for the pump. and then traction bars to help keep the axle for right. any axle wrap, and that's that's pretty I much mean, that, the power and build. Now, obviously, it. there's exhaust, there's a downpipe. Right. I believe this truck does feature uh, PPE uppipe, I'm sorry, DRP uppipes on it. Yep. Um, but other than that, it's a pretty straightforward build. There wasn't really a lot of rocket science behind it. I mean, this truck, realistically, you if you had an 03 to you know 01 to 04 LB7. You could duplicate this on a quote-unquote budget. Oh, yeah. You, know, you really could, and it's a lot of fun. I mean, this is a 12-second truck any day of the week, very competitive at the sled track if you were to be in the competitive work stock sled pulling. I mean, this does the business. This replicates very similar to our sled puller that yeah. we did a couple of weeks back. Absolutely. So, just and, in a different uh, body. We're going to get a little bit further up here. I'm going to make Chris pull over, and I'm going to get behind the wheel of this thing. Man, just... It goes. You it goes. can't... You can't get on this thing without a smile on your face. It really is amazing. Uh, the back end does not feel squirrely. It doesn't feel like it's all over the road. How does the steering feel, Chris? Vintage. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, it, it's not that it's bad. I've been in worse. I mean, being a big Dodge guy, you know, I've uh, picked my poison as far as that goes. Used but to the worst on earth, right? Yeah. I mean, you know, you got to think about what it is. You know, I mean, it's good. It's not bad. Yeah. It's no 2016 truck, but it'll do. Okay. Awesome. Well, why don't you pull it over up yeah. here and uh, we'll switch drivers and... Just so happens there's a train ahead, so it's a perfect place to stop. It's like it was meant to be. Just not on the tracks. <laughs> I can't believe... It. We are on such a rural road, guys. There are no stops for the train tracks. Like, no. it's cross at your own, uh, your own will. That's it, man. I will say the first thing I think when I grab the wheel here, Chris, is how tiny this wheel is. You forget yeah, about... The steering wheel is huge and thin. And thin. Okay, it's, it's it's literally it's just tiny. And then um, it's like a twenty-inch bicycle rim. Yeah, and the, it's it's a half-inch thick, quarter-inch thick. The float from this truck, at least from the wheel, is uh, yeah. a little a little sketchy. Vintage, I think, was the right way to describe I it. I perfectly. The brakes, honestly, are not bad. Well, you know, I mean, it's the think they're brake brakes. system, right? If it you gets want a goes. jet sound, this yeah. is it. Rocket ship. Could be used on these brakes here a little bit. I mean, what this turbocharger? I I, I don't want to speak too much and, and and you know ruin it for the guys in another couple weeks. But this thing has a very good mid range. Oh my god! Like the torque mid range in this thing is just out of this world. I feel. It's really. I mean, the fact that you just feel so much power on this truck, yep. and you're. You can literally just feel like you're on top of the turbo yeah. everywhere. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? As far as mid-range is concerned. It's not laborsome to get it up into oh. this power van, nothing like that. Like, it just goes. You really could not ask for better. It's a nice drive. What I love about this thing is it still has all the 6.2 liter badges because this thing was originally a 6.2 diesel. <laughs> so it still holds its true roots. Now what you guys see me doing over here is something that you should not be doing and that's changing my PIDs. Uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to select gear on here just so that we can give you a little feedback of what we're dealing with for RPM, gear, and things like that. So we'll try to give you guys some technical data. Uh, right I have now stopped uh, for safety purposes. Yep, exit menu. 
exit menu. Edge Insight CTS on this truck, as with all of our shop trucks at Duramax Tuner. Uh, it's just the simplest gauge display you could put in. It also looks the nicest. Uh, you can feel it grab to there, lock the converter. It is just pulling hard. I'm running up 60 miles an hour. Man. Yeah. But you gotta think, this thing has 35s on it too. And it this does. thing just turns 35s like they're a bitch. It, like, there's it nothing just to it. You literally, as you hit these small hills, we're on just these little rolling hills out in the country, and you think this truck might lift off, man. It is, uh, it is wild. These are some good ass rally roads, man. They I think really I know are. a couple people with some cars that have some fun over here. <laughs> oh, floor it. Let's go. Come on. Right into the sticks. <laughs> <laughs> Some of these S-curves, you know, you'd expect the, the slop. And I will say, like, when I say the, the wheel floats, it's not it's not like it, there's a jerk motion or where it catches. It's oh, just no. soft. Yep. You know, it's not real tight on that, uh, which is odd because everything else you do on the truck feels tight. Like, it feels really firm. The shifts are firm. They hit positive. They hit hard. The, the turbo screams in yep. your face as you're giving it any sort of acceleration. I mean you can feel your heartbeat rise with the RPM in this truck. And that's what I think is really cool about it is standing outside of it, like Chris was saying, you get these 6.2 liter badges. It kind of looks like an old dog. Yeah, yeah. It does, I mean, it's clean. It's got a real clean body. It's black, you know, yeah, I mean, we, it, we it looks our, nice. We have the body shop that we do work with, you know, right over at Precision Body Works. He did everything, you know, like went through, cleaned up all the blemishes. I mean, this truck looks like it rolled off the showroom floor from the outside guys, honestly. Absolutely. The pictures and stuff will kind of, you know, show the characteristics or the aesthetics of the truck. Yeah. And I want to just point out that this is the fastest thing that Paul has driven in probably six years. No. Yeah, yeah, come on. No, because I get to drive customer trucks and company trucks. Uh, if you were to title it in my name, it would be the most expensive vehicle titled in my name in the last <laughs> six years, that's for sure. But no, I do. I, I, we're lucky. Chris and I were just talking about it off air here a little bit. You know, we are very blessed for the jobs we have and, you know, get to work at Duramax Tuner and Calibrated Power and get to come down and do the Diesel Performance Podcast. Yeah. A big shout out, all the guys who have been messaging us on the Facebook page lately. Please keep it coming. Uh, I need to start getting really out a little bit more. That. I really do. Yeah, we've had some, some really good feedback. Uh, guys thanking us for doing the show, which please thank you for listening. It gives us an excuse to get out of work early on Fridays. And it just so happens to be an SS Camaro in front of oh! us. <laughs> I think he, no, he doesn't want any. He doesn't want to party, guys. Doesn't he's, want to party. He's scared. He's actually, he's doing 35 miles an hour. Come on, man. I just want to point out, guys, it is hot in here. Yeah. No AC. I am missing, I was just about to say it, Chris, I am missing air conditioning. Yep. Um, when Every, you do these swap projects, you do them to look badass, yeah. you do them to go to a car show and things like that. And obviously, if we weren't doing the cameras and the, and the audio, we'd have the right. windows the down windows and whatnot. Down. But, uh, Let my man, hair blow through the wind. It is, there's no heated seats. No. There's no air cooling on your balls when you're towing with this thing, you know? So like, as far as a daily driver goes, well, maybe if it was a non-restored 85, you might have air going on your balls. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You know, it's cool. We've actually we've gotten to post about this a few times over at Duramax Tuner. Yep. I actually got to write an article for Diesel Tuner's blog about this truck as well, um, which the feedback on it is great because I just see guy after guy after guy going, we should do this to ours. Yep. We should do this to ours. And, you know, John, don't you have one of those? And, yep. like, 
they really are. It's one of those projects where if it's you had the tenacity, turner, you could do this. That's you know, a head, it's a head turner. I mean, just driving down the road like we are, you know, when you start to get in it, you know, we're in a rural area. There's a lot of farmers. They have the sense of a diesel sound. You know, they understand. They they hear that. They have the second nature for it. And you hear this thing coming down, and you don't really think like, wait, that sounds like a Duramax, <laughs> but it's a but it's an old old body, you know, square body on this. So it, it, it takes a minute to process. I feel for some guys. All right, guys, we're back in the studio. Chris and the I just studio. Got... <laughs> we're back in the studio. Yeah. Thanks, Chris. You're welcome. Uh, we just got done driving an 85 Scottsdale on an 03 Duramax. A lot of fucking fun, huh, Chris? Yeah, dude. The truck, uh, rowdy. Yeah. Is the best way to describe it. If uh, you just watched the video and you're now listening to the audio, uh, you already know the truck's 640 horsepower. It's got a turbo. Yes, we have 100% injectors and dual CP3s on it, uh, all from Exergy, but... We're really trying to build a street truck. We just happen to have those parts around right. because it's Duramax tuner. Uh, other than that, it does feature a DT750, a new Stealth Turbo, and some other supporting mods, a Fast 150, some traction bars, things Up like pipes, that. You know, Up pipes, yeah. The basics. Down pipes, right. So so that's a lot of fun. Chris, we actually came back to the studio because it's so fucking loud in the truck, man. It's, it's a little rough, yeah. It's not like the Dodge a couple weeks ago where we had a full-blown hour drive good yeah. podcast everything so with air conditioning on and ac man <laughs> ac plays a big role hell yeah especially on a humid day like today yeah but but it is a lot of fun i mean you know we were talking about kind of at the end of the the drive there about it's probably not your best daily driver if you have any sort of real time or real conditions to go through oh, i mean you but gotta, it's a blast for a weekend warrior oh, i mean you're not really going to talk to guys and 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 want to do a conversion like that or drive one of those older trucks all the time right it's a play toy weekend warrior as you put it you know it's just it's been modernized yeah you know? no that's a good that's, way of putting it i mean even all the dashes it has a mock dash where it looks like the old yep. retro style but it has all digital gauges digital, and updated yep. stuff behind it uh, so it is nice it does have some of those comforts we found out it does have power windows power windows and it's like a built-in auto because my switch actually stuck so right. if you let go it went all the way down i'm like oh that's awesome and paul's like man i don't trust automatic windows this old i'm like yeah you're right but no i mean everything the truck is a turnkey truck everything yeah. works um well and I think you know. that's one of those impressive things when you look at a swap because we get into a lot of swaps and they're they're half-assed. You know, I remember talking to Nathan Mueller about the first uh, twelve-valve powered Cadillac he bought, and he literally had to use a throttle wire, as in a wire tied inside the hood, and pulling it through the window to get it to work. Yeah. You know? So like we've seen some really sketchy yeah. shit in the days, yeah. and this truck came in looking a little rough when we first saw it. Yeah, huh? you know, um, this came back a couple of years ago now, a buddy of mine, a real good buddy of mine actually started the conversion himself. So it started off as a 6.2 diesel, yep. blew up the motor, put a, a small block Chevy gas engine in it, truck sat, truck went to a body shop. They did a, a full, you know, like a frame off more or less. Then uh, another one of our buddies had a 03 uh, Duramax. The truck got crashed, so it had a frame, you know. Right. He bought the frame from my other buddy, basically mocked everything up to set the 85 body that was all redone onto the 03 frame. Then he accumulated a motor, got a trans, and uh, the truck sat for another year in his dad's barn. So it wasn't like he bought the roller. He didn't buy an engine, trans, chassis, wheels, roll it underneath the body and just drop the body. He bought a chassis and then 
piece together a different he motor, piece together yes. a different trans. So he okay. had the truck for years prior, and it just had seen some better days at that point. Bought a frame that had axles, bought a trans, bought an engine, put it together. We drove that thing the first time. No intercoolers hooked up. No nothing. <laughs> like, dude, it was. It wasn't something you would take pride in, you know, for your fabrication skills, but it worked. Right. You know? Right. And proof of concept. Ex- proof of concept. Wouldn't take it on the street, but in the driveway, it did work. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, from there, it sat for about a year, collected dust. Right. And um, told Nick about it. You know, Nick's like, dude, I'm always. He's always in the in the projects like this. Yeah. You know, anytime he can. I don't want to say it's dumb money because it's it's it makes an investment. Like it's a cool project now. Yeah, a lot of people respect it. A lot of people, it's an eye opener for them. You know, so I mean, Nick has a bunch of Duramax tuner, calibrated power. Nick, they there is a bunch of different project conversion, you know, trucks that we've done over the years, and I think the Scottsdale definitely has its place here for sure. You know, I thought it was pretty cool. So when it came in, it was pretty much pieces. I mean, the whole interior was torn apart yeah. and in pieces, piled up into the cab. Yep. You couldn't even open the door. No, when we got the truck, it did not run. It did not drive. Right. Nothing. No intercooler in no, it. There no, was no, no. no radiator in it. If I remember, told correctly. you, man, we drove it like that. Right. Yeah, no water, so no nothing. It was, it was, ru- it, it was a great idea. So Somebody went through and did a lot of the hard work, Um, but to finish it, it's that last 10% of the SWAT project that makes or breaks whether or not it's worth doing. And I could see for an end user, for somebody who's at home and doesn't have company money and resources, I could see them getting to a point where they're like, okay, I'm just going to let this project. It was a cool idea, but I'm done. You know, we always talk, I mean, we're so geared up towards performance projects, right? But Mm -hmm. a swap, whatever, there's two things that have to go into a project like this, time and money. Yep. And sometimes it's not necessarily the money because a lot of these guys that are diehards, they can get the money over the course of a couple of years, but they think, okay, well, I'm going to plan a two-year time frame of getting the money, but it's going to take you four or five years to execute. It's just that that's the reality of sure. it sometimes. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah, that finish, that that's where I see a lot of them go wrong. A lot of guys get them running or get them together mm-hmm. or get it mocked up, and then they kind of tend to lose steam because you hit that last part where now you got to take it to the body shop and get all the little blemishes yep. fixed. And those little things, that's what makes your swap awesome. That's yeah. what makes it show quality is those last little finishing details. That's the difference between an Instagram filter, and I, I don't mean to sound cheesy or corny, but so many times I see vehicles on Instagram and then you see it at a car show or whatever, and you're like, God, oh, this thing's, it's nice. Like I still respect it, but it's a little more beat up than I had thought. Right. You know, whereas, you know, you do these pictures, people respect it, you see it in person and it's a, it's a, it's a showstopper. Like, oh my God, this is so cool. So badass. You admire it even more for what it is. Right. You know, I, I think that's the best way to put it i would say absolutely i think that's a great place to end the night what yeah. a what a great way to wrap up this project yeah man i mean we it was a two-year project on our end you know i just want yeah. to throw that into the mix took, you know take took a long time even yeah. once it showed up for us to say okay yeah we're gonna do it and here's what we're gonna do with it absolutely awesome well guys thank you so much for listening this has been paul wilson and this is chris emke have a great night Calibrated Power Solutions, the leading North American developer of clean diesel power and home of DuramaxTuner.com, is the proud sponsor of the Diesel Performance Podcast. Calibrated Power develops emissions-equipped tunes for a wide variety of diesel powertrains, including the Duramax, Cummins, Jeep, John Deere, and many more. For more information and the best customer service in the industry, check out CalibratedPower.com or call 815-568-7920. That's 815-568-7920. There's no air cooling on your balls when you're towing with this thing, you know? So like, as far as a daily driver goes... Well, maybe if it was a non-restored 85, you might have air going on your balls. Right, (laughs) right. (laughs) 
Oh man.